0: Story.
1: I'm going
0: to you the Welcome to Pilot Boys, the podcast where we review the first episode of TV shows, otherwise known as The Pilot. My name is Caesar, and today I have a guest. My name's Andres Hernandez. Yeah, and uh, I wanted to have Andres today because... He's one of the only, one of the few people I know who's seen Sons, and today we're doing Mayans, which is the new Sons of Anarchy spinoff thing. So I guess we should start off, like, what's your relationship with the show? Like, how did you come to with it? With Sons of Anarchy or Mayans? Yeah, with, no, with Sons. Sons, How I... did you come to it, and how do you feel about it now? Sons of Anarchy, I came to it because
1: it was, at the time it was on Netflix, and I just needed something to watch, and- I knew people were into it. Uh, it's a couple like first friends, season? yeah, like first season, and I was a couple friends were into it, so I just started watching it. I got, I liked the show, but it had that, I guess it's the Showtime effect, mm-hmm. where it gets really, really good, and then after like season four or five, it's kind of it just it just dips down, and it's like, not the same for when you first started watching it.
0: So how do you feel about it now? Like now that it's all over. In retrospect, I still. I
1: enjoyed the show. Okay. There was, like, the ending of the show, the last season, I just thought it was, it it became where you're just watching it because you've invested so much time into it that you just have to kind of finish it. Yeah. So that's how I felt about it towards, like, the last season in particular. I also
0: feel like they kept a lot of their viewers because there was so much violence and, like, even if it was ridiculous sometimes, it was still entertaining to watch all this fucking crazy shit happen. It was yeah, um, it was just it was just
1: guns. It was such a bro show. Yeah, I, such see, a bro this show. This is one of the
0: things we're going to talk about a lot today cuz I think this is one of the things I want to hit on later, but to me in some ways this feels like the evolution of the hood movie. Like we are no longer just watching like Boys in the Hood and shit like that cuz every dude I know who's like watched it is the same kind of guy. Like it's either like a little Cholillo or like a chuntaro, <laughs> yeah. and like they're really into it because it's it's like very manly and like very actiony, and it's all those those kind of things that are that really hit for the male audience or like yeah, the bro definitely. audience. Have you seen any of his other shows like uh, The Shield? No, I've never seen any of those shows. He also did some other shows. He did the uh,
1: he had an FX show where it was like a med- medieval the the bastard can't remember the name. That oh, was him. Yeah, something it was cancelled like in the first season. Wasn't that well, he, AMC? It was on AM it was on AMC, I believe. I'm not too sure. The, like action show, right? Yeah, but he, he pulled the plot on it himself, if I remember correctly. Oh like he dipped up? Yeah, he was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this anymore. Oh. Uh,
0: yeah. This I mean, in terms of like his career, this is Sons is probably like his biggest shit.
1: Yeah, it's one hundred percent.
0: But yeah, oh, bastard execution, bastard execution. Gotcha. It was very short lived, yeah. from what I remember. I've seen the Shield. My dad put. My dad's really into. You know, surprisingly, my dad really liked the Shield. The is Shield. The one with, um, Michael Chiklis. Chiklis. The yeah, fucking so the, the thing. The, the thing and yeah. <laughs> and he was <laughs> really into things. that show. Walter Goggins is in it too. In uh. In the Shield. Huh. He's like a baby in it though. Like this is before he had like his acting chops and shit. Is it a thing with Kurt Sutter and Walter Goggins? Does he just like him really like a lot? I something? guess the last third ship. He's probably gonna come out in this for I mean, sure. He's gonna yeah. come out in this. You think he'd come out as Venus? I don't know. <laughs> how do you how do you think? Okay, so for those of who don't know, it, in Sons of Anarchy, there was this character named Venus who was trans. So the it, character Venus had like fake tits. Dresser, no, but she had like oh really? Yeah, I, she had oh, like fake tits and everything. I don't remember that, but it could just be like she was just cross dressing or like. It could just be like drag ish, but I don't know. It was She just kind of appeared and then like kind of She became it was a, she was a very interesting character. I like yeah, that character. But a they lot. played it for laughs in the beginning and then towards the end of it she kind of became like an interesting character. Kind of character. very important yeah. too, yeah. In this show, there was some cameos from Well, the Sons of Anarchy as the Sons of Anarchy, like them existing in the universe. But, None of the original members. Are but it was
1: a Southern California chapter. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But the only person who really makes it back or who we barely see is Katie Seagal, which is Gemma.
1: Yo, I didn't, I didn't catch that. No. I swear. So in you the, did in not the catch jail
0: that. when the girl tells, uh, easy that she's having a kid.
1: Oh, is that and like, is she start, like in the background? Yeah. Or she's something? like, oh, okay, okay. She's
0: like, let him, let him go. Or like something. He's, she says something under her breath and it was like really, really quick. Huh, because I I had read that, like, oh yeah, there's a Sons of Anarchy
1: character cameos in the first episode. Yeah. But I just didn't know who it was.
0: I forgot, does she, she she lives in the last, spoiler alert, does she live? No, she gets blasted
1: by Jax in the garden because he finds out that she
0: killed Tara with the... With the knife. Yeah. That was fucking brutal, That was That to me was like excessive it's it's kurt sutter and his
1: his his violence he his violent tendencies know, i guess i don't know like in in this one he he chopped the dude's arm right off right away like yeah he chopped was, the dude's arm clean and then you look back at everything that's happened in sons of anarchy where uh, he
0: he has violence could like he rips off him. his
1: own tongue he bit his own tongue off in that show like his character which was uh Otto. his, Otto, Otto his name Otto in the as show as well. yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah um so yeah, so I don't I don't know how did you feel about the cameos? Was it like um, it was? It was kind of like a, like oh that's cool to see, but
1: it's not really much. Like like I said, I missed the the, the Katie Seagal one. I thought I would have probably liked that a lot, but when the Sons of Anarchy showed up, I was like oh snap that's that's dope. Like they they come out like I I, I expected sooner or later they would come out in the show. Yeah. I didn't expect it to be this soon. To yeah. be completely honest.
0: Okay, so before we we get into it, so the show was created by. Ellen, Elgin James, Elgin James, and Kurt Sutter. Elgin James has worked on mostly like gang-affiliated stuff. He did Lowriders, one with Damien Bichir. Damien Bichir
1: can't see I've
0: seen that. I know, I know, you know who this guy. Yeah, he's is. the guy Bish- from Weeds. Yeah, <laughs> um, but like he just does like this kind of shit. Like from based on his resume. Yeah, does, I, like, I read.
1: I read like the thing where. Uh, Kurt Sutter used he he wanted him because he's like a former gang member and he wanted his like insight on, so, yeah, on yeah stuff and I mean if it's if he's a Southern California gangster then it, I guess it, it helped him even more because because uh, they are in Southern California yeah, yeah, yeah. for this this show
0: let's get into like a quick recap so the first episode follows the Mayans the Southern California charter which is in a border town like San Ysidro or. San Diego. Yeah, and one then, of those two. Yeah, so we follow Ezekiel as a prospect, and then uh, they basically get their cargo. Their yeah, logo? it's like a it's like a
1: like a blank U-Haul truck.
0: Yeah, their 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 shipment of drugs stolen by somebody who we later find out is like the Samoan Samoan gang gang. Yeah, um, and then they're just trying to find out who took it, and it's just like. It's just like a lay of the land, pretty much. It is also, uh, you forgot to mention, the cargo is a part of a Mexican cartel. Yes. I mean, that's, I guess, different. They never really established that.
1: No, because when they get, when they they have the guy at gunpoint and the president, he's like, you know who you're singing from. This is the Galindo cartels yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff.
0: No, I'm saying, like, did they establish that in Sons? Is that the first time we ever hear about the cartel? Yeah, yeah
1: and the, the only, like, I guess, cartel tell stuff in sons i guess was the irish mafia yeah okay but that's about it
0: yeah so then it's just basically them trying to find out who took it and they torture some people and then they basically set up that this is what's going on like their connections with the cartel and then their connections with the sons and that's pretty much the first episode but what did you think about like the style of the show like how much of it felt like sense of anarchy to you how much of it felt like a completely different thing did you like it? Did you dislike it? If it, it felt
1: like Sons of Anarchy because, okay, from the very basics, motorcycles, scruffy dudes, beards, tattoos, drugs—just the you know the
0: the, the basic the components. basics
1: components of both shows are there. Yeah. So yeah, it like in a sense it felt like Son of Sons of Anarchy.
0: Yeah, and I mean I think I think you're obviously trying to do that by like even the theme song. Sounds like some yeah, it, it, it's like it's supposed to be like some Latino like guitar,
1: but it's just it, it sounds like a fucking country 20s shit. Yeah,
0: like going down this road. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same fucking song, dude. They just remixed it. They had it's, little like, they had little raw yeah, They remixed it in Spanish so added a, a different guitar, an acoustic guitar instead of an electric guitar. Yeah. So, what were your first impressions? What did you think of the the first episode? Uh, the, How do it, you feel about it?
1: One thing that Mayans missed that Suns got very well was the characters. Not the main character, Easy or Jax, but the side characters. Like, right off the bat, in Suns, Gemma, Clay, Tiggy, Opie, Opie, Bobby. I forget the Scottish guy's name all the time. Uh, Fucking, uh... The only... Chibs. Chibs, Uh yeah. You feel feel those characters a lot more just, like, because they're not just stand-ins. They actually have,
0: like... Like they're fleshed out, they're characters. fleshed out they're characters, real yeah. People,
1: yeah. Whereas in this show, like those guys, like they were like, "Oh, this is a cool guy. This is a cool guy." They become likable in the first episode. Yeah, like
0: say what you will about the show and like how it ended up. You still had a connection to
1: these characters. Yeah. So it's like you like those, you like those characters from the beginning. But Mayans doesn't give you much besides Easy, his brother Angel, and uh, Galindo, who I thought was probably the, the, the best one.
0: Which, by the way, is fucking the guy from Narcos, right? No, 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 not, not Galindo. Who, who's Galindo again?
1: Galindo's the, the cartel leader. Oh, Okay, gotcha, gotcha. The gotcha. DEA agent is the dude from Narcos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. El you, Comandante. You him? Yeah, El Comandante. I forgot his last name.
0: Funny story. One of our friends actually uh, met him at the bank. Met him at a bank. <laughs> at an undisclosed bank, and we actually know his net worth. Maybe. So well, he knows for sure. Yeah. So, you didn't like the characters that were built here? Like, it's d- not that I didn't like them. It's there's nothing to them. Yeah,
1: okay. There's, there's, I mean, Coco is the only one that's kind of, like, that does that's something. the crazy guy? Coco is the dude who hangs out with the other chubby guy that goes along with Easy and his brother Angel. Okay. When they go down to Mexico. Yeah, yeah, Coco's the dude that's always smoking the cigarette. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Besides, like,
0: them, like, Kalindo and Coco are, like, the only ones that kind of stood off for me. Okay. I feel like in a lot of ways this episode felt... Like it was supposed to be like mid season versus like an actual first episode, because I felt like w- what Suns did right is what you mentioned is they built these characters for you to like have either, a relationship either with hate them. or love exactly, and you you stick around for the characters even if the story is not that great. But this char- this this show I think I don't know if this is just an assumption, but I feel like they they just want you to be fully invested in these characters just because you're a fan of Sons. Not because you care about I the I agree
1: characters. with you. I feel like they're catering... They're not trying to cater to to bring new in audiences. a new audience. It's trying to, to give old Sons
0: of Anarchy fans
1: something new to watch. Yeah. That's what I thought of it. It's like, and
0: that, that, to me, feels cheap because you, it's hard to be invested if you're just banking on, like, people who already like this show are going to watch it no matter what. Yeah, definitely. I
1: just... <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't feel like that because from the... I guess the promo behind it, I just, it, it didn't catch my attention as much as, as much as I love Sons, I didn't really like, I wasn't excited. I was okay. like, oh, I'll, I'll watch that, but I'm not like, I, it's not like if I'm expecting a new season of Sons of Anarchy, like how the hype was back then. How like, oh dude, the new Sons of Anarchy season is out. i like, yeah, let's go. Does it feel like a chore? No, it didn't feel like a chore because I, I I'm going to watch it. Like, I wanted to watch it eventually mm-hmm. and I'm most likely going to still keep watching. Okay. But, Hopefully, it picks up. Yeah. Hopefully, there's more uh,
0: character more development. Yeah, yeah. My first impressions are very similar to yours. Like, some of, like, the style, it just felt like what they did was just flip all the characters from the ones they already built in Sons and just replace them with new ones. But I feel like the main reason why this show didn't work, the first episode didn't work for me, is because the reason why the sun's premise was kind of interesting is because we don't really see that many like white quote-unquote gangs like we see like the irish stuff and like the italian stuff but we don't really see much of the biker gang stuff like there was a hell's angels in like the 60s were big the mongols are still around but it was it was an interesting look into these people but when you flip it to be like latinos it just becomes like a generic <laughs> yeah. thing about gangs. Like, yeah, I'm just like yeah, this, I understand it. This is like, it doesn't really work the same when you just change the proper nouns and just put somebody else.
1: It was just, interesting to, to watch a Latino gang like be a motorcycle club because so, so many times we're used to watching gang from like South Central LA where it's yeah. like they got the creased up dickies but this time we guys have leather jackets
0: and, and boots. You know what? I, I, I don't I, know how I feel about it because if, the motorcycle gang it's so foreign to me, like when I watched Santa yeah, I, I had no real exposure to it mm-hmm. that watching them like this, it just feels like you kind of just read about these things yeah, like yeah. they felt like Latino dudes who act white like, <laughs> like they didn't even really have point. like an accent that
1: like, the Spanish was so bad, oh my God, the Spanish was so they couldn't even so get bad. actors
0: who could speak Spanish.
1: I heard Easy talk Spanish to Edward James almost. It was terrible. It was terrible. I heard Angel talk Spanish, which is EZ's brother. I heard him talk Spanish. I was like, this is so bad. The only one who spoke Spanish directly was Galindo, the leader of the Mexican cartel. And then the godfather the, was his name? Uh, the godfather, um, Emilio... I can't remember his accent. I know his real name is Emilio. The the main mind dude from... Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. His, his Spanish was good. I love his voice, yeah. by the way. <laughs> that was cool. It, the Spanish was bad. Like, they had a the scene where uh right at like not right after but a couple minutes after uh they get robbed they take one of their members to the doctor. Uh-huh. And he doesn't, he, speak he doesn't Spanish? Spanish. He's like
0: I'm an LA Tell him I'm an L.A.
1: Mexican. I'm like first of all you don't you don't even have an accent. Like I thought I was expecting like you know that A hey, fool accent or something like and not speak Spanish. But yeah. like, I don't know. I was just I mean maybe I,
0: maybe we're thinking about it in stereotypes, but <sighs> There's just something about the way that, like the Latinidad that's shown, like the Latino ness in this ep- in this episode or in this world, feels. And this is this is one of the critiques we had about On My Block, the Netflix show. It feels like it wasn't created by a Latino. It feels like it was created by other people trying to tell Latinos or you know the world about what it means to be Latino. And I feel like when you do that, you leave out like if it kind of feels a little soulless, like these characters don't feel like they they're real people. Yeah, like, They just kind of yeah, feel like they're fabricated. Just, they're just there, they're there. They're... Like the seams are there. Like you can see that these these dudes aren't fleshed out characters. And as simple as just letting them speak Spanish well, which I'm not saying like every Latino has to speak Spanish,
1: but it's such emphasis put on that they're a, like a Latino gang that yeah.
0: you kind of would expect them to
1: speak some well spanish but the scenes where they're talking like where it's a a a a decent amount of dialogue in spanish it doesn't sound i'd understand if it was minor lines of dialogue where they can kind of get away with it yeah but when it's kind of like a flushed out conversation where where they they're trying to consistently keep up the conversation the spanish is not good what
0: what's worse is like you can't try to push this poor spanish on a, I mean this sh- this show is watched by Latinos, and that I think that's, I don't know if if Kurt Sutter knows, knows that for sure, but to try to pedal what he's showing as like real Spanish, <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. It's just like, dude, do you do you honestly think that we're just gonna fall for this shit, or do you just expect that we're not your demographic? We're not gonna care or something. Because I feel like even just from the promo, he was, um, he was trying to cater to a Latino audience because. I th- I'm sure he's aware that the viewership skews that way or that there are friends who are Latinos. Maybe they're not the biggest I f- part. I feel,
1: like I feel like Sons of Anarchy did have a big Latino following. Yeah, A lot of my family saw it. And my mom got into it. My cousins were into it. And uh, yeah, if, I'm pretty sure it has a, a very a decent sized
0: yeah. Latino viewing. So one of the main points I wanted to bring up was that this is also just with Sons, but I think that the the culture has moved a little bit now. Like, the, the cultural conversation, like, obviously Sons was about masculinity and it's kind of like a we don't really give a shit type attitude. Like, in a lot of ways, the Sons of Anarchy felt like it should have thrived in the 90s. And I feel like in in Maybe many early, ways... the early 2000s. Too, yeah. I feel like it would. I feel like Kurt Sutter is still in that mindset of, like, this is what's funny, this is what's cool. But to me, in this cultural climate it's just kind of tired like seeing these dudes be like amped up and like wanting to fight which by the way the action sequences felt they're long odd and like <laughs> they're really long they're like shittily <laughs> choreographed like no one like everyone was shooting but like did you, no one did was, you
1: like, catch when the truck blew up and it's a it's a it's a backshot of easy looking to the fire I don't know if you caught it, but it's just so badly edited.
0: It was terrible. Dude. I don't know if
1: you noticed that,
0: but I one noticed the, that right away. The, I was like, "What's going? What?" Like one of the things I noticed was when the president punches easy, and it was like the weakest <laughs> fucking punch of all time. Like it was all like noise. It was just the sound effect of a punch, not like there was no weight to it. I think that the reason why maybe it was just like not in the mood for it, but like seeing this kind of show. Right now, to me, just feels like it just feeds into that hysteria of like anti ness One of the things that we didn't tackle is that these Latinos are probably not undocumented. They're probably American-born, which we get a little bit of a glimpse when he's like, "I'm an L.A. Mexican." In one of
1: Easy's flashback scenes, he's wearing like a Stanford's uh, yeah, sweater. And exactly. Stuff. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, it, it kind of it wouldn't be hard to believe that they're. That they're documented. See, I'm
0: I'm I'm interested in seeing that portrayal of Latinidad because it's not the traditional one. Like, we've we've already had several representations of like L.A. gangsters, L.A. cholos, and people from L.A. are defining the way Latino means in that space. But this one is kind of new because I'm pretty sure they don't they don't elaborate on the politics. But they're Latino, but they're also like. In a bike club, which kind of is like, it's a white thing. It's a white thing. Yeah, it's a white thing. And (laughs) And if it's not a white thing, it's in in some ways there's some wealth in it. Well, I mean,
1: I don't I don't know about the wealth part. Maybe maybe in Sons of Anarchy, like, well, this is from what I've read. I've -hmm. I've read before, like on uh, Mongols, Hells Angels, and some others. They they have to have specific like bikes. Mm -hmm. Like if you were a Hells Angel, you couldn't have a bike that wasn't a Harley Davidson. Okay. Other uh, clubs might run differently, but it's like, I don't, I just think maybe it's like, maybe they don't operate on those rules. And it's like, as long as you have a bike come through, like roll with us, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's that, I don't know. But in terms of Anarchy, I know they all don't ride Harleys. Okay. So that's kind of, that's why I think, it's probably not a wealth thing. It's, it's, I thought it was kind of just get up. If you have a bike, like you're welcome to come. Okay. Because if, if you notice, in in uh, sense of anarchy, the Mayans and the Suns they have different kinds of bikes.
0: Hmm. Yeah,
1: the 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 Suns have like Harley looking bikes mm-hmm. where they're just, just black, one big light, yada yada yada. I like uh, the big handles. Sometimes. No, the big handles were the Mayans. The Mayans had choppers. Like, oh. They look more like choppers if you noticed. More colorful. I didn't notice that. It also huh. shows. It also shows it in uh, in this episode of uh, the very first episode when um, Marcus the padrino, he comes in rolls through with uh, his his other mm-hmm. members. They all have colorful chopper looking bikes. Mm. So I mean there are certain things, but that's I don't know. It's probably I would assume it's kind of a
0: if you have this kind of bike, just come. Okay. I also think that like that is to me and like the only experience i have with this form of Latino love is latinos love automobiles <laughs> and i think that yeah. them being in a bike club kind of makes sense but being a bike club and like that being their gang is odd to me and that to me felt like they were just placing they were just scratching off the names of the sons of anarchy and just putting them there but I mean I could also just be ignorant to this reality of people. Like I'm sure that there are gangs in many different ways that are just probably Latinos, but it just doesn't gel with But I do, under- my I do understand experience with yeah, I, I Latinidad, which is an LA Mexican it just felt odd to me. And maybe it was just like the character construction and like what we saw on screen, which which is them like being super masculine, super violent, and super into like selling drugs. One of the things that that was, I could see them trying to like make this a Latino thing. Is right away in like one of the opening scenes or like the second scene. Hold on, hold on. Let you guys, the quinceañera what? dresses. The quinceañera, the quinceañera dresses. I'm like, they're obviously <laughs> yeah. trying to code it as like, oh, this is no longer Sons of Anarchy. Now you're watching. You're watching Mayans. You're watching Mayans. You're watching and I'm like, Mayans. There's fucking these are Latinos. Dresses. This is this is what Latinos. Yeah. Are. <laughs> this is this is what you know to be Latinos and we're going to feed you that cuz we know that this is what you think it is. And I mean it, it's true like Latinos are involved obviously in the garment industry but like it just seems so like cheesy and like the it's cheap. The choices it, yeah. it just felt cheap to me and it, something about it didn't feel right. And I don't know I don't, maybe it's just cuz like all the the crazy shit that's going on with like disliking Latinos and all this stuff but I'm like This is just going to give people the image that this is still going on, which if we're being honest, like gang life and gang activity and gang violence has gone down significantly since the nineties. It's nowhere near what it used to be because it's not a reality. It's not the same thing, but that hysteria still lives on because there's still violence from committed against and committed by immigrants. And it just feeds into the dislike and the dishate. Just recently there was uh, that the, dude who the, the guy who killed the the girl in um I forgot in Iowa, Iowa? Yeah. yeah and he was he was an immigrant. He was an immigrant and that just that just feeds the Trump train. That was thinking. that was the whole narrative of it. That exactly. Was, that was
1: one hundred percent he's like he's it's an immigrant murdered this girl on a hiking trail. Like it was just immigrant was tagged in
0: every headline. <laughs> and I feel like this show I don't know, maybe maybe I'm I'm looking into it too much. Do you think he released it like on purpose, like during this time where it's like I, don't, I feel like you, there's no so there's different kinds of cultural criticism, right? So there's cultural criticism where you analyze it based on what's going on in the text only. So like if we're to look at the show and only analyze it from what's inside, that's one that's one way of looking at it. But the way I'm thinking about it is contextualizing it in the time frame so right now we have the hysteria against latinos and and uh immigrants and to think about this show whether or not he intended it and that's death of the author that kind of stuff still affects it like it affects the it affects the way i think about it and it affects how people are viewing it because middle america they're watching this and that's their some some people that's their only fucking exposure to latinos and they're gonna be like well this is about latinos and next, next this Latino. is our experience. Next Latino right. they see on a motorcycle is going to oh, They're just going to assume lying. like, I got to call the cops. <laughs> they fucking have a quinta- Next quinceañera they go to, they're going to assume They just chug drugs the dress under. before they buy it. So, I don't know. I feel like in some ways, it's just... It's just irresponsible storytelling if it's not going to be done well. Like, I think there is a place for telling stories about drugs and things like... That, and gang violence, stuff like that. I just feel like we're in an age now where we need other stories told about us because that's not all we are like i mean this is different because it's a gang of latinos but it's not it's not true to a lot of latinos like this is a very very specific kind of latinidad what i wonder is
1: is if for like in sense of anarchy they uh at the beginning of the show they were only running guns yeah and they were strict like no drugs after the gun raiding, they did get into drugs. And then after the they got out, back out of the drugs, they went into uh, porn. Yeah. And I just wonder, like, are they going to
0: perhaps maybe abandon the drugs? Because, yeah, like you said, I just. It's... See, I feel like they, they're they not trying to do that because they're trying to. They've already since, since the get go, they've associated themselves with the cartel. And the cartel deals in drugs. Yeah. And I mean, maybe that's that's there's their way of trying to like. I mean, they're obviously want to tell a story about the cartel because they put the story right next to a border town and they even like cross Mexico through the an tunnel. tunnel or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. So, one of the things that, that struck me, like just watching this, I'm like, I think this is the new Hood movie. I think this is like the new Hood thing. Like, obviously, Hood movies don't really exist that much anymore, but TV shows are still a thing. And this is kind of like the Hood show. Like, who's watching this primarily? It's like that broy dude, or like, either a Cholio or like, yeah, someone who is a chuntaro or someone who really likes just violence. This feeds
1: more into I think just the violence, the people who just like to watch violence. Mm. There's no shortage of it. Yeah, in the show, There's, there was no shortage of it in uh, in Sons. It's like I mean every episode of Sons of Anarchy you have somebody getting shot. The main thing
0: demog- I just feel like it's broy dudes and people who just like violence. All right, but let's think about it. So, what are the components of a hood movie? It's usually a dude's story, and we're trying to figure out whether or not... Riddled with hints of a little backstory. Exactly. And we're trying to... And he's usually got, like, daddy issues, or, like, he's got, like, ambition, and he wants to, like, be better. And surrounding him is this craziness of, like, gang violence, or baby mama drama, and the one
1: positive figure in their life trying to like better them like don't go down this road which is don't which is this. weird
0: cuz like Edward G- you're talking about Edward James Thomas? Yeah. He's involved with some shit. Did you notice that? He is involved, but I I feel like he probably like I'm
1: going to tell you not to do this but follow your own path if you want, you know? Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to tell you don't do this like but I hope I might have stopped you kind yeah. of thing. I think that's what it was.
0: The the hood movies that are their classics, right? Like Boys in the Hood blood in blood out menace society menace society those movies I mean whether or not they were good they were a reflection of what was going on at the time and i don't i feel like this show reflects very little people it does and yeah it, it it just feels like out of place in some ways like it just feels like they're only doing it to cash in on the sons of anarchy viewership because obviously sons of anarchy was a massive show so i feel like it existing it's just to give people, like, cheap entertainment. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you. And Cause, I, I Yeah, because it's, it's so kind of just being
1: pushed onto people. It's like, here's your, here's, your, here's your kind of but not really Sons of Anarchy fix since you haven't had it in four years. It's a show that Hard Sons of Anarchy fans are going to, like, yo, this this shit's tight. Let's keep watching it. But I, for a normal viewer, people they're going to be like, meh. It, it was all right. That's, which, I mean, I love Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm.
0: But watching this felt nothing like it. You know what it felt like? It felt like it. It just felt like a cheap interpretation of it. Like it just felt like they gave yeah, somebody yeah, the Yeah, I'll correct myself. Yeah, it's like it's it's like I said earlier, it was like Son of Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> I wonder if that's because Kurt Sutter isn't as involved or just Kurt Sutter's stories. You know what it also could be I've never rewatched Sons of Anarchy. Have you ever watched it? No, but I do, I feel like I do remember it pretty, pretty well. What if it's one of those things where like, we just kind of aged out of it a little
1: bit? I mean, that also has a lot to do with it because I mean, it's, it's supposed to, this story, this, the show supposed to take place after Jax. Yeah. And maybe Kurt Sutter is just in the mindset of like, his mindset's probably still like 2014-ish. I don't know if that makes sense.
0: No, I get that. Yeah. I feel well. That that I mean, we touched on that. I think it goes back even further. I think he's still in like the '90s, 2000 era shit. Like this feels, like it could have been directed by David Ayer, who, just did Bright, which is still in that. Like I think Bright could still be considered one of the fucking. It it could be considered a hood movie because it has all the components. It has Will Smith. Didn't even know Kurt Sutter did Bright. To be honest, I completely no. He did about he didn't. Oh, I thought you said he did. Oh, no, David me. Ayer. David Ayer. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Misheard you. But it just feels like <laughs> this kind of shit.
1: It's All a right. cop in I... South Central L. A. Like yeah. That's yeah. That's it. So okay.
0: This is. I think this is my point. I think when those shows, when those movies came out, Boys in the Hood, Men's Society, they felt like they were telling people about this reality, but it was told by them. Boys in the Hood, Men's Society. They were told by people from the hood. About this situation. Uh-huh. And I think that's why it resonates for people. This feels like a cheap imitation of that. Like, yeah, It from... feels like it's a progression, sure. But it feels like it doesn't have as many calories. Like, Whether or not those movies are good, they were still told by and for people from those situations. If you look at American Me, that's a... It's still a classic. That's, that's a, a classic. good movie. That's a good
1: movie. And it was told by a Latino for the Latinos.
0: And you know... Now I think about it, like, Edward James Olmos is also in this. An American So they're probably trying to cash in on that yep. American Me viewership. Yeah. So I, I think Kurt Sutter is aware that his viewership is Latinos. Just by the fact that he's making his central characters Latinos. Yeah. But I feel like he's just not putting in the care to want to represent them in, like, a decent way. Because there's no... There's less at stake when you show these characters in these in these situations as white people. But when you put them and you you switch them out for Latino people, there's a lot more weight at stake because of what's going on, especially now. And because there's not that many representations of us that are good. And this show just kind of feeds into the idea of what's already been set out without trying to improve it and make something new.
1: That's a good point. I'm just trying to think right now. I just can't really think of a of a drama with a Latino.
0: There's none, dude. Yeah, like, I mean, point. Coco is one of the first ones that's good and it tells a story, but I mean, even Coco it still feeds into some of the stereotypes. The stereotypes, definitely. Like it feeds into the, the Dia de los Muertos shit. I think Vida is a good representation. Um, it's about these queer women in East LA who are trying to battle against gentrification, sort of, but, like, they're just trying to figure it out. But that show's come under a lot of fire now because Defend Boyle Heights, which is a group in East L.A., Uh hates them. And they've been boycotting them, and they think that... Because they made, like, an amalgam of one of the main... One of the leaders as one of the characters. And they think that it's fucking ripping it off. And, like, they're stealing jobs from people who actually work there, so... (sighs) that's, that's, That's the difficult part, is... If you represent them, do you have to do it well? And you also have to do it where like you're not impeding on anyone, which is really fucking difficult because there's yeah, some people who don't give sense. a shit about representation. And I understand that. I understand that representation is in everything. But if you have a chance to make it good, it's one thing. But I, I don't think Kurt Sutter's out. It's the make, thing that like, he has the resources <laughs> to make it good as well, though. Yeah. He has Edward Ever- James Almost who's, who's a fucking great actor. Yeah. He's a great actor.
1: He's, he, yeah, he has him, so... I mean, he has this dude, Elgin James, who's supposed to be... Pulse on the streets? Yeah, that. He's supposed to be that, but... I, I don't mean, know if
0: that's the best guy to yeah, do that, Yeah,
1: even though. then. <laughs> I feel like I, I would I would, like, I would, much rather have Edward James almost tell me about all that stuff than this It feels a little guy. bit
0: like he just got him... Just to be like, yeah, well, look. I got, yeah, I got this guy. Oh, this guy's guy.
1: Like, helping this, me. This guy's from the... Hey, what's your name again? <laughs> yeah, Elgin. Yeah, Elgin.
0: That's not even like, what? <laughs> well, anyway, hey <Come> here, <laughs> Mr. James. I need your input on this. For real. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't get, like, Cheechin Chong or someone. They're probably going to be in there. <laughs> Let's get into the ratings. So, for those unfamiliar, we do broken TVs as a ratings. It doesn't make sense. Don't ask. Out of 1 to 5... What would you give it? Give me your explanation first, and then tell me out of one to five. I had to give it like, are decimals allowed? Sure. Like a two point two five. Oh wow, is that bad for you? Because
1: like I said there was, I didn't even like Ezekiel. Nah, Mm-mm. he's not a leading the, man, bro. The main guy who interested me the most was Galindo.
0: Okay, the, that's the, the brother.
1: The no, the that's the
0: leader of the cartel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was the most interesting part of the whole show. Oh, we show. didn't even talk about... I guess... What did you think about the the twist that the, he, she's married It was to. so played out.
1: Oh, that one I kind of was like surprised. Oh, shit. Uh,
0: a little bit, yeah. The the one
1: where he's a, the informant, I was like, if you say you got... If, if this crime's that bad and you got out, you got out for a reason. Like, you had to do something. Who, easy? Yeah, because when he's... Remember when the scene it's like, oh, they're looking to giving me 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like... Uh, it must be something serious. Uh-huh. But if my guy's out here in a gang, you did something like to get out. So like, yeah. You you're most like, yeah, you 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 cut you struck a plea. Yeah. So, yeah. So I expected that one. Um the other one wasn't that much of a surprise because it was an inside job. You you already knew it was an inside job. Who was it again? It was his brother who set them up. Really? Yeah. And he found out? Well, at the end of the show, he takes them. He takes them to meet the. the los
0: olvidados. Las adelitas. No, What's it called? The Zapatista.
1: Lo, los olvidados.
0: The girls with the mask. Los olvidados. Okay. <laughs> That's adelitas? what they're called. No, oh. adelitas
1: the name of the of the the, the gang. No, adelitas the, the name of the main chick who's running their whole operation. Okay.
0: You know what an adelita is? No, I don't know. They're like revolutionary soldiers in the Re- Mexican Revolutionary War, but they're women.
1: Okay, so they call. I mean, amigos. it kind of makes sense for her to name herself Adelita. Yeah, and yeah, but uh, their name was Los Olvidados, uh-huh. and yeah, it them too.
0: It wasn't interesting. Yeah, I wasn't interested in it to be honest. Yeah, I didn't even give a shit about it. So the brother hooked up with the he hired the Samoans to steal the shit. Pretty much, yeah. Just. No, because
1: his brother doesn't want to be involved with the cartel. Uh... His brother said. Working with the cartel, they're gonna they're gonna fuck us over eventually, some way, somehow. Yeah. So we have to like, distance ourselves. Okay. And um, Coco and the other dude, I, Gilly is his name. Gilly is the name of the bigger dude. Okay. Who, uh, you remember he's carrying the bag full yeah, of the yeah. drugs? Gilly, that's the name. That's he was like Coco and Gilly. We feel the same way. Okay. So I mean, in a sense, it feels like this is kind of leading to the whole. Jack's taking control of the club from Clay. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, that's probably going to happen down the I line. I think so. But this is, like... The president is nowhere near as good as Clay. Like, Ron Perlman was great. Ron Perlman was amazing. And that uh, his his end was fucking wild. Oh, man. That was... I was just thinking
1: about the character deaths in
0: Sons of There's hierarchy. so many character deaths. I think that's probably when the show thrives. But I also, like... It's we, violent, man. Yeah, it's it's dark. Violent, it's right. brutal, man. Like, uh... The, Remember the, when fucking Jax and Tara fuck right after she, they kill that guy?
1: Yeah, no. The, like they, the, the hardest part, I think, for me to watch in Sons of Anarchy was when they killed Tiggy's daughters right in front of him, and they burned them alive in that pit. Oh, dude, that was fucking crazy. That was insane. That yeah. and Opie, because Opie just got the shit beat out of him. But the, by the pipe inside of the jail. That's why people like this so much. It, yeah, I, I think it's... I, that's why people like The, the Walking Dead in the it's beginning. It's the violence. It's the
0: fucking violence.
1: Which, I mean... You, I, I mean, I think you, you can look at uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's a great show, but
0: there's also so much violence in it. But there's so little in between that. Like, there is. The violence is kind of rare. But when it's there, it's but when like, it's there, it's there. holy shit. But this, this show... Crazy. I think that's why I got tired of this show, because like... There was so much to the point where I was just like, oh my god! All right, they died. I don't know, like they fucking died. Like, it just you just get desensitized to it, and it, it's just like death doesn't even mean anything after a while. You're just like the only reason, the only times death
1: means something in a show like Sons of Anarchy or this one is when it's a main character. Watching the 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 gunfire scene in the cemetery. That show was long. It was like, I was like, oh, is this going to end? It's going to be played out. This- Not only that, like, I don't give a shit about any of these <laughs> characters. Like, yeah, I don't know I you. Like, I don't, know I you, care, so about I don't you? care about you. I don't care about you. Yeah. It just felt really long. Yeah. But yeah, I, my main thing with this show is I don't feel anything for any of the other side of characters. Yeah.
0: Except. Kalindo. Okay. So you said 2.5? 2.25. 2.25. Oh, wow. That's the first, I think. All right. So I didn't really like the show. I just thought it was too long, not interesting. It just felt like irresponsible storytelling a little bit. To not know that you're going to feed into these stereotypes. I'm not going to go as far as to say that he doesn't give a shit about Latinos. Because obviously he's employing a lot and he's trying to tell the story and he's giving some representation. That's something. In
1: Sons of Accu, like the uh, a very important secondary character was Marcus and yeah. He's Latino, So,
0: but it just feels like you have to think about that a little bit, and it and not only that, like the story isn't even great. So, the drug stuff, the masculinity stuff, and like just the terrible dialogue and like poor Spanish just <laughs> turned me off. I don't know. It was just <sighs> I just think this, this wasn't a good show. I think this will probably go down as like. My least favorite. But I'm going to go... Either... No, no, no. There was one show where it was just like... We gave it like a one or something. What did you give
1: Queer? did you give Queer? I, I, the gave, it oh,
0: I gave it a two. Oh, you gave it a two? I gave it a two. I think I'm going to go with a two for this one too. But like... I asked you if it felt like a chore early on. Because to me it felt like a chore. I was just like, I'm just watching this. Because I want to see what's going on. Because I've checked out the sense of Anarchy. So... The only interest I have in this is just to see what's going on, not because I'm interested mm-hmm. in the world anymore, because Tons of renergy, it I, I finished it only because I was so invested. So it was a chore to me because I didn't really care about it anymore. And this show just banks on me caring about these new characters in the hopes that eventually I'll actually start to care about them because they've fleshed them out, but they haven't fleshed them out and I don't give a shit about them. So I'm going to go to two broken television. All right, so the predictions. How long do you think this show's gonna go?
1: I I think it's probably gonna. I think it's gonna be around for a while. Uh, to be honest, it's I, it's people people kind of they're drawn to this stuff. Yeah. So. True. true. I have It'll probably run as long as Sons of Anarchy. I mean, to be completely honest, I'm probably gonna keep watching it. Okay. I'm probably gonna keep watching it just because of the fact that it's like, I don't know. It's just something with me that when I start a show, I just want to get caught up or at least finish it. Okay, but
0: hopefully it gets better. I hope so. So, how, do you, how long do you think? How many seasons? I I'd say six. Okay. How long was Suns? Suns was seven. <sighs> I'm Pretty sure it was seven. I hope it doesn't. I hope it gets canceled for a season. But <laughs> realistically, I see. It <laughs> Yo,
1: that's fucking mean, man. Realistically,
0: <laughs> I see it going probably like five seasons, maybe six. I don't know. I I don't. I want to. I'm interested to see what if there was any backlash. I when it premiered, it
1: was like trending number one on Twitter. Yeah, and but you know that's that's paid though. You know, they just paid for that. I'm pretty sure. But I mean, if you scroll deep enough,
0: you find some people aren't paid. Yeah, but Cause, I mean, I'm pretty sure that the people who like get outraged about stuff, aren't watching this. Shit. Out, they're not watching this. Or, shit. They don't give a shit about this. They already know that it's like this isn't for me right but yeah i think it's gonna be around for a while at least five seasons yeah but hopefully it gets canceled the first <laughs> all right <laughs> so this was 21 thanks for listening peace